Welcome back to Geekish Cast, Corner Gas Fancast for episode 13. I'm your host, Jeremy, and I am joined by our regular co-host, Jules. Hello! And joining us today from the Great White North is Rob Eleanor, host of the podcast Legacy of Power. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us, Rob. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. We've uh, been working on this for a while. You're going to kind of be our cultural attache from Canada. Sounds great. Yeah, it was, as we've said before, like, um, America and Canada are very much alike, and they're also very much different. So there are very Canadian jokes inside Corner Gas that kind of get lost on Americans, and we are occasionally going to bring you on to help us uh, decipher those. Sounds great. Although, when I watched this episode to kind of get ready, I thought, besides all the CFL stuff, there's not a lot in this episode that I thought were um, really Canadian, right, that Americans wouldn't, wouldn't get. But the CFL is kind of big because yeah. it turns out I said something about the CFL in a recent episode, and I was completely wrong. Yeah, I did notice, I think it was an earlier episode where you thought it was part of the American Football League at one point, um, although it started as a rugby league about a hundred and some odd years ago, <laughs> so it, uh, it definitely predates the NFL by quite a bit, and uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are one of the original teams. Oh. Yeah, I would have never known this. Somebody told me one time that the CFL was an outgrowth of the old USFL, which um, was destroyed by our future president, Donald Trump, when he decided to go uh, go up directly against the NFL. Please not, future <laughs> president. <laughs> oh, God, no. Well, anyhow, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to start I Love Lacey, and the three of us will kind of chatter as we go. All right. I'm going to hit play in now. So, Rob, let me ask you, the Grey Cup, is that the largest championship game, or is that a regional? No, that's basically the CFL Super Bowl. So Okay. So it's just, uh, they decide what city it's going to be in every year. It's not anything to do with the teams that are playing. And uh, actually, the I looked into it, and the year before, like this Grey Cup's in November, so the Grey Cup before this episode aired was in Saskatchewan. Ah, oh, nice. That was good timing on their part. Yes. So I thought, oh, the rough, that must have been the year the Rough Riders were in the uh, Great Cup. But they were not in that Great Cup, so all of the Rough Riders, <laughs> uh, like jerseys and merchandise, makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll assume that this was a loose interpretation of history then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do remember in the... Uh, Around this time, they were in the Grey Cup at one point, so, and I thought it was in Saskatchewan, so, but, you know, there's only eight teams at this point, so they, they circle around quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so everybody's got a pretty good chance of being that year's winner. Then. Yeah, yeah. There's nine now, so <laughs> they've, they've added, but. Uh, so, um, so CFL is gridiron-style football, like American-style football? Yes, I actually uh, did a little research to tell people the difference. Uh, let's see. So there's three downs in the NFL or in the CFL rather than four. And the uh, the field is both larger and wider by ten yards. The posts are at the front of the end zone rather than the back. And there's an extra man on the field for both teams at all times. Huh? Is it is it in meters or is it still in yards? It's still yards. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Well, this episode was written by Brent Butt, 
Mark, Mark Farrell and Paul Mathern, directed by David Story. Which most are. Yeah. yeah. But he's the one who likes to shoot through windows and stuff, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a strong sense of composition as we go. So here's a... I, I don't know how much we should tip our hands on this. This first season, they were working pretty hard to make Lacey and Brent a couple. Yeah. I mean, it was headed in that direction in sort of that classic way. Yeah. Rather than... If you ignore how it ended up, it kind of always reminded me of Seinfeld a little bit, where in the first two seasons, they're like, oh, Jerry and Elaine, and then they kind of forget about it for the rest of the series. (laughs) (laughs) That's just not going to work. Yeah. Well, that's actually a pretty good comparison, because I have heard people call Corner Gas the Canadian Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's not as mean-spirited as Seinfeld. No, it's not like everyone's... Well, I guess there are quite a bit of the characters are kind of a jerk, but <laughs> it's not like everyone's a jerk. Like right, right, right. This is a, one of my favorite pairings that they're doing here. These two together, Hank and Oscar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm always a fan of that. Like, anytime I can... Anytime I can have the two of them in, in, in anything together. <laughs> I wish Eric was on Twitter. I'd like to get him on our show. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> yeah, Janet is on Twitter, but very sporadically. Uh, uh, yeah, but we can work on that one. Maybe I should write a letter. <laughs> <laughs> well, since this is a geekish cast, I did want to mention something that I've noticed that sure. I don't know. I haven't heard you guys mention, but I noticed that in every episode where Brent's reading a comic book. Mm-hmm. If you can see anything on the page, he is reading uh, Savage Dragon by Image Comics. Really? Huh. I need to pay more attention to that. I never caught that before. Yep. I actually happen to I, I actually happen to hate Eric Larson quite a bit. Oh. <laughs> Personally? Yeah. Yeah, he um when I took the kids to WonderCon that one year, Gabe asked him to draw Superman, he goes, Shut up, kid, I don't draw Superman. Oh, so I was like geez. Oh, I don't like you. <laughs> Oh, that's awful to a little kid. Yes, yes ever okay. since. Yeah, I thought they'd draw whatever you wanted, because I've seen people get, like, you know, they got um, Marv Wolfman to draw Captain America, and I thought that was weird, but... <laughs> oh, yeah, Marv Wolfman's drawn Captain America, though. Oh, has he? Okay. I was yeah. just thinking... Uh, well, he's well, most, I know, most people, most people put him with DC. Yeah. yeah. I mostly just know him from New Teen Titans and uh, Crisis... Yeah, outstanding work, though. I feel I love- bad when I always want to talk about her hair. And I know <laughs> that, like, I never talk about the guy's hair, and that's terrible. But I well, just love her hair. Oh, well, yeah. Brent's hair is kind of... Uh, <laughs> Not much to talk about, shall yeah, we say? Yeah. Well, as a bald man, I, I feel I have to stop everybody right there. <laughs> I, I did like um, in this scene that he says that he's a gas man and not the gas man. The gas man. Yeah, yes. that's a nice, <laughs> sweet callback. <laughs> that's one of the things I I love about this show is its use of language as the source of comedy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, in the uh, the first scene, I had written a little note about how I loved that. There's a lot of jokes that are just someone misunderstanding what somebody said. Mm-hmm. Reminded me of the uh, Brad Pitt, George Clooney. Wrong hunk joke in a particular episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's an oh, and I, you know what? I, I, I'm going to jump around too much here, but there's the episode with the littlest hobo. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which uh, and, and my and Hank 
Hank and Oscar run into each other on the street and they just they can't get on the same page, then they both just look away from each other and keep walking. Yeah. So when you guys saw that, were you thinking, what the hell is the littlest hobo? Or well, so there's a strange thing. One of our one of our closest friends is from Scotland. Yeah. So she knew what the littlest hobo was when we didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, I, it's a little too. Uh, I'm 31. It's very so Canadian. It's a little too old for for me to know what it was, but. Uh, but we kind of have we have Lassie, so and again yeah. that's yes, even so. almost a little too old for us. But still, we could be like, okay, it's like that. But I also Absolutely. think he was a little like the Incredible Hulk in that he traveled from town to town. <laughs> so I kind of thought maybe it was the mix of those two, Lassie and the Incredible Hulk, like the littlest hobo, Yarbo, hobo, littlest Yarbo, <laughs> hobo. Yeah, it's the actor. Yes. <laughs> So this episode kind of stands out. This is the wrong, it's the wrong scene because it, it probably all happened at the beginning. Apparently, there were eight cups of coffee poured in this episode. Okay, oh. yeah, probably all in the beginning. That and only only one use of the word jackass. And you're getting this out of Michelle Spongle's book. Michelle Spongle's Tales from Dog River. Oh, um, and we are working to get Michelle on. We've actually got an agreement for her to come on, but we don't have a date yet. But she has all the. She's counted every cup of coffee and every jackass. <laughs> jackass, yep. And gotten all these little details. Um, so in this one, it's a lot of people were confused because, like you said, it was in November is when the Grey Cup is, yeah. and these people should have been bundled up in you know much many more clothes than they had on. But it was yeah, the dead I've, of summer. Uh, so I've been in Saskatchewan in the winter. <laughs> it is not. It's not fun. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they filmed they filmed all the episodes during the summer because Saskatchewan's apparently pretty bloody cold when right. wintertime comes around. Yeah, like I feel like I live in Ontario and so around Toronto, and mm-hmm. uh, I feel like it's cold here, but it was it was a whole other level in Saskatchewan. Oh, that's what cold is. Yeah. 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 Hey, so in in Toronto, do people just walk around flipping each other off? Like <laughs> <to> think. <laughs> All right, that, uh, that was good. Uh, no, Jeremy, that's New York City. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't live in Toronto, but I went. I did go to college there. So, and no, no, people are not just flipping each other out. And, uh... <laughs> oh, they get a little personal about the Maple Leafs, but that's about it. Oh, well, you know. I did. Uh, I did want to mention because I took a note about it that this cashier, I thought this guy looks so familiar. I must yes. see him in something. So. I IMDb'd him, and I only know him from Corner Gas, <laughs> but he's been in 10 different episodes as 10 different characters. Really? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. And now well, I'm yeah. going to... What's the, the actor's, actor's name? Is, uh, Timothy Allen. Tim Allen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not that Tim Allen, though, obviously. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. My favorite credit was in an episode called Kid Stuff. He was uh, credited as Cookie Man. I don't know. <laughs> Can't quite place huh. that, but uh, I thought that was a great credit to have to your name, Cookie Man. That's not a bad one. It's not a bad one at all. Hey, Rob, did you ever watch um, uh, Todd in the Book of Pure Evil? No. Okay. Can't say I'm familiar. No problem. It's another Canadian TV series, but it was real short-lived. Oh, okay. And uh, the kid that plays Todd in that is Kyle from the... Uh, oh, okay. From, uh, oh, the Job Shadow episode. Mm-hmm. So, 
That was kind of a conversation killer, though. (laughs) Did you guys – I'm jumping a little here, but did you guys not see the movie until it was out on Blu-ray or – Well, can I – I actually have a device that allows me to watch Canadian television. Oh, okay. So you watched it when it aired on TV? So when it was on CTV, yeah. we actually watched it live with everybody else. Well, and I actually had already seen it because uh, in really? select cities, if enough people voted, it was in theaters. So I added – added. Uh, I live in a city called London, so I added London to the list of cities you could vote for because you had to put the name in and uh, – Got everyone I knew to vote, and it was in theaters here for three days. So, oh, that's really that's cool. How, really so, how cool. was it? A big crowd? How did it go over yeah, the theater? Yeah, uh, we showed up an hour before the movie started, and uh, I went with you know my parents, and my sister, and her boyfriend, the whole family, right? And uh, it was not easy to get that many seats together at that point. <laughs> it was completely packed, sold out all three days. So, wonderful. That's great. That's that's great. Mm-hmm. I I I remember at the end of the film they have the whole thing where people are singing the song, um, yeah. all the little pe- and I was so like, why didn't we get to do it? And I'm crying while like these people are singing because we've always watched it alone, so we never had like a community of people who enjoyed it with oh. us. So <laughs> it was delightful. <laughs> oh. and, and kind of dorky. <laughs> we're, we're we're extremely dorky, but it's okay. It's quite all right. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. I missed the the whole boat to get my name in the credits, but you know. <laughs> <sighs> Next time. Next time, yes. Next time. <laughs> this is funny. Yeah, this I, is actually great. Yeah, I don't think there's any possible way you would think this was a scalper. <laughs> <laughs> Davis, I don't want to say Davis is a little innocent or anything, but Davis is a little innocent. He is. He's kind yes. of naive about the world, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Naive is exactly the word I was looking for. What's the clown, Jeremy? We were just saying when we talked to Chinko. Chinko Clown is when we talked to Lauren Cardinal. Right. He said that's how he plays Davis. I don't know what a Pachinko Clown is, but um, yes, I think I it's did. part that innocent thing. Well, they almost got the uh, the drunken Rough Rider fan right. You, if he had a watermelon on his head, then it would be <laughs> that would be right. With a watermelon on his head. Yeah, yeah. A lot of Rough Rider fans that are all super rowdy in the crowd for some reason wear watermelons on their head. I'm sure there's a reason. Oh I just, probably because they're green. I guess so. So. <laughs> so wait, is it a real like a half a hollowed out half a watermelon? I don't think so. I just, yeah, okay. I think it's a hat, but <laughs> it's like Wisconsin though, the cheese heads probably. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah. Oh, do they do they maybe grow watermelons in Saskatchewan? It seems like a little bit cold there for Yeah, I don't know. I've only been to Saskatchewan a few times, so Oh, and I uh when I was talking to my folks about what what should I talk about? It's Canadian. Uh, they did talk about this how she's like maybe the car's farther ahead. And they look, they look, and you can't see anything because, like, when I was a kid, we did drive through Saskatchewan, and uh-huh. you could see a city ahead, and you'd think, oh, we're almost there. And no, no, it's, like, hours and hours away because it's just so flat. Okay, so here here in America, we have Oklahoma. Yeah. 
which is you could if you stare into the horizon far enough, you can see the back of your own head. <laughs> <laughs> Very similar, yes. Yeah, it is so flat. Is, that's what this reminds me of. Every time we watch this, I often think to myself, well, Saskatchewan must be the Oklahoma of the north, basically. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rob, so the um, the scalper that Davis was just talking to. Yeah. Is, what kind of accent was she trying to do before she broke character and revealed she was a cop? Is there a particular name for that, or is she just kind of dingy sounding? I don't think she was doing any particular accent. Like, okay. Um, so she was just doing a voice. Yeah, then. there are okay. you know particular Canadian accents that are certain regions, but that okay. didn't come oh, sure. out, didn't th- you know yeah. come out to me as a certain one. Okay. This is funny. This this episode more than e- than even others is Seinfeldian in how all the pieces sort of come together. Yes. yes. This and the tickets and the yeah. Well, you know, I often say that I think the strongest writing. I, I love all of Corner Gas, but I think the strongest writing was season one. And this is one where it just each each turn of the story clicks the next piece. See, I've heard you say that before, that you like season one better, like, the best, and that floored me, because I think season two is where it hits the stride. Oh, no, 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 I honestly, I think season three is the best season oh, of the show. I thought you were saying that season but, one is your But I think the season. writing, no, I think the writing is strongest in season one. Okay. But see, by, by two, three, four, five, the characters are providing the comedy more than the circumstances or the, I gotcha. the words being used. Yeah. yeah. Not to mention, they actually snuck in a few dick jokes here and there in season one that you don't remember. Season one is bluer than than anything yeah. else. Yet still, Yet still very much. Yes, yes. But the world's biggest hoe is in here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the sexy fishing Hank is in here. Love that one. Um, Robbie, I actually have to ask you about this. Okay. Did Hank sleep with Karen or not? What's your opinion? Uh, I don't think that they uh, went that far. I see. We just watched it again last night, and I am sure that they did. <laughs> and see, Fred Owanek refused to say. Yeah. Which, yeah, but maybe he was just leaving that out there. I think it was written like they did. It doesn't matter, but I think I think, I think what would happen is like Tara Spencer and Aaron might kick his ass if he said something. <laughs> That's fair. <sighs> but yes, yeah, so this season it has a lot more in it that you know the double entendre and sort of yeah. like. Almost dirty jokes, where that. you don't where, really later. I what know. I looked at when I was because uh, I had been doing a watch through when I found your guys' podcast, and oh, sure. uh, when you said that, I thought I'm looking at my because I was ranking the episodes as I watched, kind of thing, just making top tens. And I thought oh, yeah. the whole top ten for season two is better than number one for season one to me, so, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, world's biggest thing was my number one for season. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of my absolute favorites, um, just because all these little pieces come together beautifully. Well, yeah, and the season uh, top ten for season one is almost every single episode. That's true. Yeah, season season one's very short. And it's almost done, and then we get to go to season two. I'm very excited about that. Well, I'm hoping to have Michelle Sponagle on in between. So after this episode airs, before I hope. Okay. If we can't get her in time, we're not going to. But 
Oh, Tara won't return my Twitters either. She's returned. <laughs> she's returned my tweets before, but not asking her to come on. So I will. Um, I'll take it from here. Okay. <laughs> it's probably like, why would, would these guys from America just quit trying to hit me on Twitter? I'm tired of this. <laughs> well, I do love the uh, Brent's incredibly awkward attempt at flirting here. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And she's there. So, I mean, it's almost, we're just right. Well, this this cow thing kind of just stops it cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Adorable Gabrielle Miller. So without <laughs> spoiling it, I'll... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when uh, when you guys saw the movie, did the end surprise you? Yeah, so here's the thing. I was in the show. Yeah, I, I won't necessarily spoil it or not try to spoil it, but I was actually happy when they subverted that idea and went away from it. Okay. But, but when I saw the movie, I was actually astonishingly happy that they went ahead and went back to it. Yeah. Because at that point, you're like, well, now I'm nine years invested in this relationship. <laughs> But I always thought that, I mean, and this is a typical sitcom thing. Brent does not quite reach Lacey level, you know? No, no, that, that's that's real typical. Yeah. And, and we've seen in, like, the hot tubbing episode, there are hotter people in town. Because Karen knows them and hangs out in her bikini with but them. Nobody else. Only Karen knows them. And I, I always like <laughs> Maybe, maybe well, there's more that, uh, I always thought the girl in the that works in the bar in, like, three episodes or something. Oh yeah, oh, she's cute. the blonde. Yeah, See, yeah. there you are. And what, the there's the couple making out under the tree or on the bench oh, or something. True. And those, yeah, yeah. There are younger people around that are cute. But. Of course, of course young, younger in Dog River is a forty apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're either forty or a teenager. Yeah, yeah exactly. And and there's like maybe two small children in all of town, which is you know it's okay. Small children are irritating. So, so how many people live in Dog River? About, about 500. Yeah. So, so Lacey only got two wardrobe and hair changes this episode. Which is quite rare. But yeah. they were on a day trip. So she really couldn't, you know. Yeah. Because I'm used to her hair changing at least three or four times. See? It's always about her hair. Mm-hmm. We got, well, she has outstanding hair. Awesome hair. Here they're, they're about to. <gasps> I love this one too, though. Yes, Brent's lack of romance is uh, staggering, really. <laughs> he also he also needs like Ritalin or something, too. Yeah. Oh, and I did uh, another piece of research here when he mentions the Alaska plates. Yes. According yes. to Google Maps, it is uh, a forty-hour drive from rural Saskatchewan, from where they filmed this, to uh, Alaska. Jeez, forty <laughs> hours. Long, long drive. <laughs> yeah. Well, we looked once at what it is from where we live in California to Rolo, Saskatchewan, and it was ridiculous. Oh, oh it, was a, yeah, it was a super, super, super long drive. Back when they still had the um, the Dog River, was it the antique store or whatever that was in the corner gas building? Yeah. yeah. We actually looked at going there, but a flight from Central California or Northern California to... Yeah. Regina. To, to Regina, and then it's still a 10 or 8-hour drive. No, no, it's not that much. Yeah, you'd either have to go Regina or Saskatoon, probably. So. Yeah, but it was still like half a day in the car, 
plus it was like twelve hundred bucks per person to fly there. I'm like, I'm not paying twelve hundred bucks to to fly to Regina. I don't like to say that. I don't like to say that name out loud. Yeah, they because the uh, Rough Rider Stadium is in Regina, so you would think it wouldn't be that far since they all drove there. Yeah, in this episode for the game. Yeah, it just. It, I remember when we were looking at it. It seemed like a long ways to go. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it was that bad, but well, maybe it well, was, maybe, but that's really, we're really getting off the. Yeah, off, <laughs> off the so the 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 awkwardness of Brent is and his inability to do romance is what makes the first episode of season two funny. Yeah, because yeah. it's yeah. a whole thing, and I wish to some extent that they had carried that through. You know, so it's one of those things that they could have quietly carried that through everything. Yes, yes, but one of the things they did with this show, they they set it up like an older show in that you don't really have to watch any episodes in order. You know, you get a sense of who everybody is, no matter what order you see it in. Which was fortunate for us because when we first watched it, what was it, season three? Yeah, and it was in. Started. It wasn't all in a row. I don't even think. Yeah. Yeah. We saw it, so. Okay. Yeah. Yes, w- WGN did not do this show any favors the way they aired it. And according to Fred Awanek, it was their number two show that year. So do you think they would have done some more with it? Yeah, you never know with networks. So yeah. they'll take something off, even if it's a number one show. Just like there's, uh, I'm also a wrestling fan, and there's a wrestling company I liked used to be on Spike TV, and it was their number one rated show, but they got rid of it. Are you talking about TNA? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did they change their name? Not officially, no. They usually okay. refer to it on the show as Impact Wrestling, but okay. Uh, but like the championships idea. are still TNA. I guess Billy Kurgan is buying that company or running it or something. He's the president. Yeah, Billy Kurgan from Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> he ran the indie wrestling company first, and then uh, he came on board creatively, and now he's the uh, president. That is so wild. Yeah. So, so um, I guess like what what they used to have up there in Canada was Stampede was one of the big companies, wasn't it? Oh, it was a territory in the territory days, but oh, okay. I see. I thought that was one that made it even longer. And then Lance Storm still has a uh, a wrestling promotion up there, doesn't he? Oh, uh, he's a school. Oh, he's a school, yeah. but not a promotion. Yeah. I always liked Lance Storm. Thought quite a bit of him. There's another Canadian wrestler I like a lot too, but I can't talk about him. No, uh-huh. no, please uh-huh. don't. Yeah. Yeah, the one that cannot be named is that. He whose name with it cannot be me. Yeah, that one. Yeah. We had a we have a um a cultural affair a cultural thing. At, I work for the city where we live, and mm-hmm. every year we have this cultural thing, and each group puts together a, a display for different countries. And so uh, the finance department for the city has has this Canada one, and it's already put together. And they do Canada every year, and they drag it out in these big pictures of all these famous Canadians and was it last year Jeremy or two years ago last year we were walking past it and we see this wrestler who must not be named right there on the panel of famous Canadians we had to go over and say excuse me ladies you probably don't want him on there just just so (laughs) you know he was right next to William Shatner's picture (laughs) it seems strange to me because it's not like he was a super famous wrestler like if you didn't like wrestling you probably wouldn't know who he was yes but if you did like wrestling you thought that guy was the future of wrestling and probably Uh, the person who put it together originally you know they found a list or they whatever and found it so 
Just <laughs> tape a picture of Chris Jericho over top or something. I don't know. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, not to get too off track, but anyhow, that was it for season one of Corner Gas. Uh, Rob, any any wrap up thoughts for season one? Um, I do have it here. Do you want me to give you my top ten for season one? Yes, absolutely. All right. Uh, number ten, I had grad sixty eight. Uh, number nine, hook, line, and sinker. Number eight, uh, all my exes live in Toronto. Number seven, comedy night. Number six, uh, I love Lacey. Number five, cell phone. Number four, <laughs> pilot's twist. Oh, sorry. Were you going to say something there? <laughs> no, 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 no. Go ahead. <laughs> you you kind of gasped. So I, I, thought, I did oh, gasp because I love that one. So. Oh, okay. I thought you were like, how could you put that there? <laughs> no, no. Uh, four was pilot's twist. Three, uh, taxman. Two face off and one uh, world's biggest thing. I'm so glad that didn't end with cousin Carl. <laughs> that is so glad. Loathing of cousin Carl. When we had first started talking about this, that was the next episode you were recording, and you mentioned it. And I think I said to you, "There's no episode of Corner Gas I like less than, uh, yep. than cousin Carl." Here's the thing. So what we what we've discovered in reading uh, Michelle Swanigal's books that go with the series and everything. Brett liked to have his comedy buddies on and then have them play jackasses. Yeah, he mentions – I don't know if you guys have the actual DVDs, but in one of the yeah. uh, commentaries, he mentions that, how he, he seemed to make all his friends jerks. Yeah, and I realized then that I think my dislike for the character – oh, I can't even think of the – Michael – I can't think of the actor's name right now uh, that played Cousin Carl. I think my dislike for the character they had him play – latched itself onto him and the episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't and, like the actor very much either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and it's and it's and it's because of that. It's it's, it's strictly, fault. Yeah. 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 So, so I think we can blame it all on him. But I absolutely agree that um that the world's biggest thing from season 1 is the stellar episode. It's a, it's, it's a great episode we watched. We watched that one quite a bit when we just want to throw on an episode of the show. So would, that, so would that be your number one choice, Jules, for the... For season one? Yeah. 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 See, I, see I, I, that one or cell phone? I like the cell phone, too. Yeah. yeah. That one or cell phone would be a tie for me. Yeah, I uh, I was a little unsure about putting face-off so high because I don't actually like hockey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know as a Canadian, it's... I was oh going to say, now as a Canadian, can you can they take away your citizenship for saying that? <laughs> it's not... It's not technically even our national sport, so. What is? Lacrosse. Really? Yeah. <laughs> huh. Huh. Now, they have since made hockey our official winter sport, but our that, national that's sport. That's how you is, get past that. you just like, oh, we'll have a winter and a re- the rest of the year. Nice. Yeah. So, so um, well, I guess we, one of the other things I would like to point out that mm-hmm. – here in the states, we are deficient in fast food because we do not have poutine. <laughs> do they? Because like the Wendy's here has a poutine, and I think Burger, there are, Burger King does too. I think no, no, they don't. Oh. Uh, but our Burger King has hot dogs, and yours doesn't, so we win. I, I don't know what they do. I, <laughs> I've been off fast food for quite some time. <laughs> well, that's good for you. You know, they did just—it's already gone, but. Um, Ruffles or Lay's brought in all dressed potato chips over the summer, mm-hmm. and that's something we didn't normally have before. Oh, yeah, yeah and, and right on the back it said Canada's number one selling potato chip. Oh yes, I do also know that you guys don't have ketchup chips, right? We, we do not. Yeah, we do not. That's a big thing here. So, yeah, 
And all dressed actually, the, one of the flavors they throw on there is the ketchup. Yeah, it's it's not a thing. Uh, all right, Rob, if people want to find your... Uh, well, why don't you tell us a little bit about your podcast, and then we'll get going. Okay. Uh, I have been wanting to do a podcast for a while, and a lot of the podcasts I listen to were either uh, people talking about a particular TV show, episode by episode, like you guys do, or, um, or you know, about comic books or superheroes or whatever. So I had the idea to put them together, and uh, there's a show I grew up with that I had been rewatching on Netflix, so I'm doing a podcast based on that. So it's called Legacy of Power, where I talk about one episode at a time about Power Rangers. And uh, you said this is going to uh, go up in about three weeks, you said? Yeah, just about. Okay, so I should be just starting season two. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. All right, All right everybody. Well, that's a wrap-up for season one of Corner Gas. Rob, thank you for coming on. I do appreciate it. No problem. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Jules, we will be back soon with Season 2 and Michelle Sponigle, and uh, you're in charge of landing Tara spencer Nair. I'm going to work on Tara spencer Nair. Or, or you're sleeping on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> wow, All harsh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again soon.